The following is a Bell to Bell B2B audio production. Bell to Bell is one of 50 plus trusted brands within the investor brand network, IBN. As a multifaceted financial news and publishing company, IBN uses its network of more than 5,000 key distribution outlets, as well as other corporate communication tools to introduce public and private companies to a wide audience of investors, consumers, journalists, and the general public. Our reputation for highly efficient communication strategies is based on the experience and relationships our team has in the space. It is Investor Brand Network's unwavering commitment to connect the investment community with companies that have great potential and a strong dedication to building shareholder value. The following interview may feature a client partner of Investor Brand Network. IBN may have been compensated for the production of this interview. Please be sure to read our entire disclaimer for full disclosure. Thank you. And here today is your host, Stuart Smith. Welcome one, welcome all to another online business briefing brought to you by the Investor Brand Network. Thanks so much for making us part of your day and part of your due diligence as you look for smart and fresh plays out there in the market today. And to that end, we are speaking with, for the very first time, Namara Medical Incorporated. They're traded on the NASDAQ under the ticker symbol NMRD. Now, we're lucky enough to be joined by the CEO of the company. That's Dr. Faz Chowdhury. He is, like I said, not only the CEO, but he's also the chairman of the board of Numara Medical. So let's welcome Faz to the show. Faz, thanks so much for making time and calling us from around the globe, actually. We look forward to speaking with you and learning more about your company. Thanks for joining us. It's my pleasure. And likewise, looking forward to speaking. Absolutely. So for those listeners who may not be familiar with your company, will you tell us about the company, the business model and the markets you operate in? Uh, yes. So Nemora Medical is, has, was founded uh, just over a decade back. And over that period of time, we've been focused on developing what is a body-worn sensor. And that sensor is designed for both consumer application as well as the medical application in uh, the diabetes space. And it's a, it's a body-worn sensor, and the idea is that we use it to be able to look at insights that you otherwise could not gauge just by using, let's say, existing technologies like those uh, where you take a drop of blood and put it on a strip, for example. Mm-hmm. And so over the period of the 10 years, we've developed the technology. It has literally taken us a good part of that 10 years to develop the technical aspects of the product and get the clinical studies done and get regulatory approvals, at least in Europe. And so where we are now is that we are already commercializing product in the UK, and then we are looking at launching in other places in Europe and then into the US. That's where we are currently. Very good. Well, listeners, go to InvestorBrandNetwork.com, click on the Clients tab, then go alphabetically and you'll see Namara Medical. I want you to take a look at the investment considerations. Uh, Faz, you made a great point. You know, your company didn't race to the finish line here. It took its time to build the fundamentals and look at what's happening with this company now. As Faz just pointed out, the company's in the commercialization stage, which we know in the life cycle of the company, okay, we're now in a revenue ramp up stage. The company has orders in the UK already, and they're projecting 2 million of these sugar beet sensors to be sold in the, over the next two years in the UK alone. Is that correct? Uh, yes. So going back to the sensors, if you look at the market, what you have is when we consider people with diabetes, there are something like half a billion people 
around the world with diabetes. Okay, um, if we took uh, the UK market, we have around four million people. In the US, you have about thirty million people. So when you th- when you look at the sheer scale of the opportunity, as it were, um, it is vast. Um, our focus at the moment has been entirely on the UK market because the product is approved in Europe, so it covers the UK as well. And we've been working with our licensee to supply sensors. Now, their first order was for a couple of hundred thousand sensors and a few thousand devices, and uh, with a rolling forecast of up to another couple of million sensors over the coming two years. However, in the UK, that does not include a second, um, let's call it, route to market. And uh, it's important I, I emphasize this. Um, so there are a number of medications that are supplied um, to people with type 2 diabetes with a view to helping them improve the control over their sugar levels. Now, the only issue is that, well, just by giving medication to these individuals, and if they've got no way of really measuring the benefit, then you, you have no idea what the outcome really is. Uh, it's a bit like telling somebody to lose weight and yet don't give them a pair of weighing scales to weigh themselves so they have no idea what's actually going on. So in this case, uh, we have a license agreement whereby our licensee will actually be supplying um, the sensors free of charge with those medicines, and those medicines are reimbursed. So it's a win-win scenario for the patient. They get their medication, and in addition to that, they get these sensors free of charge with which at the end of each month they could potentially, well, they could look at the fluctuations in their sugar levels, no more than a couple of days, let's say a month, and using that, use that as a measure of how well they're able to control their sugar fluctuations using uh, by by um, administering those medications. And the reason this is quite important is because from a commercial perspective, those drugs that I'm referring to that are prescribed for this purpose, there are over two million prescriptions written every month in just UK and Germany alone. So if you were to take even 10 or 15% of that market, you can quickly work out that the number of devices and the number of sensors and therefore the revenue projections are quite significant. And we are expecting to get into that second strand of commercialization with the combination of the sensor and the drug by the end of the year as well. So therefore, it's not just the case of the the, the potential 2 million sensors, it's also what may potentially come as a result of the combination of the drug and the sensors. And I'll go further to say that it isn't just in Europe, these medications are prescribed the world over. And so whilst we're focusing initially in UK and then Europe, we will, of course, next be looking at the US market once hopefully things come through with the PMA application that we have pending as well. Excellent update and overview. And I just really appreciate your insights and clarifying that for us as well. Listeners, we know here in the United States, here's a big part of it, non-invasive non-invasive you're not doing that pin prick you're not uh, it's wearable it's flexible and it's continuous so that's a big better mousetrap that you've built there at your company and you've done it with a world-class management team it starts with you as our guest today as the ceo we'd like to learn a little bit about you and your background and the team you've assembled around you Oh, yes, certainly. I, I'm, I'm basically a technologist at heart. Um, um, I have a master's in nanotechnology and microsystems and a doctorate in nanomedicine. And essentially, this is what I do. I, I, I look for problems that I, you know, try and invent solutions around them. And I've been doing this for all of my career. Uh, and the team we've built, you know, we, we believe we've built a highly dedicated 
and committed team. Uh, they're all specialists in the field. They've all got excellent track records. And of course, as we grow as a company, um, we are looking for additional members to join our board and our management team around the world. In particular, our focus is in Europe and in the US. And in the US, we've already started building, assembling a team, and we will be growing that team as we go along. So overall, I guess we're quite um, pleased to be attracting the caliber of people that we are. But unlike, I guess, other tech companies where they start off quite top heavy, as it were, and they burn through a lot of cash, we've ran an extremely lean operation and we've been gradually building up the team as our technology and our product and commercialization processes have matured. And um, that has certainly allowed us as a company and as management and as founder shareholders to actually still maintain uh, a good portion of control over the company as well, which is quite important. Absolutely. And another great insight we picked up there. So keeping the burn rate down early on, obviously music to the ears of your investors and shareholders. Well, let's look back at this year, 2022, and feel free to go back further if you like. But what do you see as the CEO, some of the milestones your company has been able to achieve over the last year? I would say uh, over this uh, year, there have been really two key milestones, which really impact everything moving forward. One is that Yes, it's great to be able to make a few thousand sensors and a few thousand devices, but how do you scale that to um, the aspirations that we have, where hopefully we'll be selling millions of sensors a month? And so being able to develop scale-up processes to be able to manufacture sensors and devices, that has been a huge part of our achievement this year. And secondly, of course, having feedback and very positive feedback from the UK market based on the activities of our UK licensee. That again, in many ways, sets the scene for what will hopefully be um, further successes to come over the coming months and years. Well, those are the successes we want to talk about next. As you look forward to the end of 2022 and into 2023, what are some of the operational goals you'd like to see your company achieve? So we would like to be able to be in a position where we are holding large amounts of inventory so that we can go into any of the multiple uh, territories there are in Europe. Uh, th there are a vast number of territories. And if you take the five largest territories, those alone would potentially um, more than quadruple. So if, if you take the five largest territories or the four largest territories in Europe, for example, um, that would basically cover by value almost 70 percent plus of the entire European market. So that's one of our aspirations, to be able to ensure that we are able to build sufficient inventory to be able to supply into those territories and therefore start commercializing and selling into those territories. That would be one of our uh, single biggest goals. And the second one is really ensuring that we can meet the requirements of the FDA so that we can open up the the U.S. market as well, uh, because ultimately, you know, the U.S. market is worth at least 35 percent of the global uh, potential revenues that we will be generating in the future. Well, listeners, once again, we're speaking with Namara Medical Incorporated, traded on the NASDAQ under the ticker symbol NMRD. want you to visit that investor brand network. Once again, look at the investment considerations. Scroll down to the final bullet point. The company is positioned at the intersection of the global type 2 diabetes market that is expected to reach nearly 59 
billion by 2025. The 50-plus billion pre-diabetic market and the wearable high-tech sector for weight loss and the wellness applications forecast to hit 60 billion by 2023. Your company, Numara, also has several patents and substantial trade secrets covering its technology platform. So the time is now to add NMRD to your watch list. Well, Faz, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you so far. Uh, but any closing thoughts or comments for the listeners and your shareholders and investors? Oh, yes. I think we're quite fortunate as a company in that, you know, we're at the intersect between, let's say, diagnostics and digital medicine. And importantly, we could be playing a significant role in the whole field of preventative medicine. Um, and by that, I mean, when, when you look at, let, let's just take the U.S. alone, you've got almost 87 million people with prediabetes. Most of them don't know the fact that they have prediabetes. Um, and the fact that you may, they may, a lot of these people will go on to contract type 2 diabetes without, uh, without the, the, the symptoms even manifesting for many months, and in some cases a year or two uh, until after they've had contracted diabetes, it kind of demonstrates the potential burden that will be placed on employers and insurers alike. And therefore, we are quite fortunate to have developed a sensor which is highly flexible, highly cost-effective, and importantly, is not something that's going to be obtrusive to people's lives. Um, it's something that they could use potentially a one-off, and instead of just getting a point, a single point-in-time measurement through a finger prick analysis, say, for example, or through a HbA1c profile, for example, what they're getting is essentially a profile, a graph, a fingerprint kind of evaluation of what does my health look like? What is that picture by looking at that entire profile? And often just looking at that picture alone is enough to encourage and motivate people into taking action. And this, you know, we believe is really where we're going with this. And, and therefore, um, from the point of view of commercialization, we believe that we not only can be looking at penetrating the type 2 market, where there are over around 30 million odd people, we will certainly have plenty of opportunity to penetrate the consumer space, or let's call it the pre-diabetes space or obesity space, where there are a vast number of people that would be no doubt delighted to be able to um, take care of their health in a preventative manner by virtue of the non-invasive nature of the sensor we have. So overall, I guess the message is that it's quite an exciting time, both for us as a company and also to see how the entire digital landscape and the consumer, let's say, preventative medicine uh, landscape actually evolves over time. Well, listeners, that's Dr. Faz Chowdhury. The company is Nomara Medical. Go to the website, nomaramedical.com. Right there on the homepage, look at the list under our technologies. We've just scratched the surface of this company in this first interview. And we look forward to speaking with you again, Faz, in the near future as more great news for your company hits the press wire. Thanks so much for your time today. Been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you, Stuart. Thank you. And you as well. For Dr. Faz Chowdhury, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. This audio production is an original broadcast provided by Bell to Bell B2B and all rights are reserved. B2B is your primary destination for informative updates and exclusive interviews with executives operating in fast-moving industries. We make market hours more informative with deep dives into the stocks on our watch list 
an in-depth examination of the trends guiding North American markets forward. Bell to Bell is another trusted brand under the investor brand network, IBN. IBN may receive payments for corporate communication relations, as well as various press releases and social media solutions provided to its client partners. You should assume that officers and directors of IBN, or financial analysts mentioned, hold a position in and may intend to trade the securities for their own accounts. This interview is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be or should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, investment in the featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This audio interview by IBN is not purported to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used in statements of fact have been obtained from featured company and other sources, but not verified nor guaranteed by IBN as to completeness and accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. Please see our full disclaimers and disclosures at investorbrandnetwork.com.